Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. So I was really excited about Saturday Night Live yeah. over the weekend. Yeah, Issa Rae was on. You were so excited for yes, her. Yes, love her. I think she's awesome. She's funny. She's talented. She's beautiful. She's smart. I just wish she had better material provided to her. Yeah, you can't blame her probably. No, I mean, she went in it just like most of these hosts, just giving it her all with, you know, the material she's given. There was one sketch that I thought had potential, but then it didn't really go anywhere. And it was a dinner date sketch Hmm. where she and Chris Red are on a date together and they both look like very attractive people. And then like these other people start walking in who look like they just basically crawled out of a dumpster. And they're like, hey, and it's an ex-boyfriend of hers. And he's like wait you dated that guy so it kind of it had potential but then it just kind of that's funny that's a funny concept like exactly and then it just kind of fizzled out because you know how when you find out somebody average is dating like this hot chick that guy <laughs> becomes even hotter to you because you're like, wow what's he got that i didn't know a about insight into donna valentine's <laughs> psyche sounds here. like it yeah I feel like it's a common a common thing in movies. Like even Toby on This Is Us, remember yeah. his ex-wife was like this hot babe, like supermodel. Yeah. Oh. And then do you remember that? No. Line? No, but I know that you don't like Toby, but interesting to hear that you kind of found him a little hotter. No, so this is almost I like an angry know. start to your relationship <laughs> with him. Because you say Toby's got a goby. Yep, yep. But yeah, it's because he's too hot for you to handle. Maybe. Maybe that's it, Steve. Anyway, it's I, I don't even think there's a a sketch worth revisiting. The, uh, there was one that, Steve, I thought you would think was hilarious. Oh, what was and, it and about? And this one involved Kyle Mooney. Love there, Kyle he Mooney. He and Issa Rae are backstage. And he's, like, talking to her, and he starts doing all these dance moves because she's right outside of Bieber's. Dressing room. Oh yeah, it is. It's very visual, but he's trying to do all these dance moves, and he's awkward and weird. And it to me that was maybe the best sketch of the night. Wow, really? Yeah, that was Justin Bieber, the Biebs. Fine. Okay, he was fine. So Chance the Rapper showed up, huh? He did. Yeah, he was part of that sketch actually that I was just describing. But I just kind of feel. Bummed. I felt disappointed. Mm. I just feel like, are they running out of material? Do they need fresh writers? Well, Steve, mm. you said, well, whenever we watched the uh, the season premiere, you mentioned something that made me see it in a different way. We got to also talk about the directing of this and when they're um, moving the cameras yeah, because yeah. they're waiting for their cues. I didn't even think about that. I always assumed that the camera was moving according to the actor's cues, but they're sort of 
well, it's it's a direction. They're waiting to say their lines. Yeah, because you can't deliver moves. your line if you're not on camera. If the camera doesn't move. They should you know? just roll with it like it's a play. Right. Whatever's yeah. captured is captured. Absolutely. You know, it just takes all the energy out of it when you have those pauses that you can drive a truck through. Right. Yeah. And you see, how, how was the how was the cold open? Because that's where I noticed that was watching that first debate with. Same. Uh, where it was like you're there's this long pause, and then you're like, who's going to say something? And then boom, they take Jim Carrey, and then Jim Carrey delivers his line, and you're like, oh, they're well, waiting, they're it, waiting, and it's like in timing, as we know, is it. everything. Yeah, it, you know, it, that might be a little inside baseball because I don't know that everybody's noticing that. Mm. You know what I mean? I think just because, like, Steve, you work in TV, you've done a lot of stage productions i went to school for tv they have a yardstick and like directors will sit i've had directors sit in the audience when we're rehearsing and just beat it in time and say keep this pace keep this pace oh wow keep it keep it keep it keep it keep the momentum going and it's just dies yeah see i think that people i I know you mean donna that's kind of inside baseball in the way of like how it all works but i think what the average viewer does notice is just the lack of comedic timing when the directing feels like it's a little bit slow. You might not know, oh, is that a directing thing that's coming from the control room? But you sense, oh, the comedic timing isn't right. there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. timing is... Everything! You're my buddy. You're my best baby buddy, boo. <laughs> um, it was a little different because, first of all, Jim Carrey oh, is fantastic. He is so good. I just love his Biden because he's even got his voice down. He's just, I think he's doing a great job. What they did this time. Yeah, what did they do because of the town halls that were this week? So what they were doing was showing both town halls as if you were watching them on TV. Mm. So they would change the channel. Oh, Oh, okay. okay. That's fun. So you get the in between each. So it kind of bought them a little time. Sure. And it almost seems as if it wasn't live. Mm. Like maybe they did pre-record this. But I think it was fine. But I did notice a little bit about what you guys are talking about. Mm, there, yeah. is, there is a little clunkiness. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But still, I mean, I feel like they're working it out. Jim Carrey's new to this cast. I don't know. Yeah. It, and also, Alec Baldwin, his. Do we like his Trump? I don't like his Trump. I don't That's think just it's me. the best. Really? Think... Yeah. Who's better? Mm-hmm. I liked um, Daryl Hammond a little bit better. Okay. He, he used to do it way back in the day. But see, I really like, here's the problem. When you know that there's someone someone online who does, a, there is a guy, gosh, what's his, I'm going to find his name. Um, and he does the best, the best Donald Trump impression that I've ever seen. And I love presidential impressions. I don't care what party's in office. I don't care who. I just love, I don't know why. I just love presidential impressions. I even loved, remember when they would do Ross Perot on SNL back in 1992? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? I mean, I loved it. I just love it. Dana Carvey? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me see if I, but there's. Can I finish? So the problem is that I have seen this great Trump impression. So then when I see. Um, Baldwin's, it just feels not as good okay. for me. I know. Even Colbert kind of does a good... All of the late night guys have learned how to do a quasi-Donald Trump. Remember Jimmy Fallon had... Well, remember he famously had uh, Donald Trump on and played with his hair, and some people said that made him go up in the polls four years ago. He looked likable. 
But uh, <laughs> Fallon was doing a pretty good um, President Trump for quite some time, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. I'm, I'm going to effort it. Okay, you, you effort it. Yeah. I will. Uh, we'll get to Bieber's performance coming up in the beat at 10 o'clock. I wanted to tell you guys that I tried to watch another episode of Ratchet. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. I feel like something bad is going to happen to me for watching this. It's what? so out there. It's so wrong. It just the the one thing about this show is it's beautiful. Uh-huh. It is so beautifully shot. It is the colors are gorgeous. It's just so wrong. It's so like I feel like I'm probably watching leftovers of um asylum okay american horror story asylum like there's bad things it's it's just bad things happening to people being decapitated it's gory it's merciless it's merciless it's i don't know what's wrong with this guy that this stuff is in his head it's oh, like Ryan Murphy yes it's like weirdly mixing sex and gore and murder and torture. It's just, I just feel like a bad person watching it. Wow, this is not for you. Wow. Just give it up, man. Yeah, Don't walk away. Don't I did- put yourself through it. Release yourself. Okay, okay. three episodes. That's that's my magic number. Free okay. your mind. Free your mind. How, how far are you in Bly Manor? Three oh, episodes. Okay. Donna, I think you got to give that one up, too. Just it's friend to friend here. Dawn is, respectfully Dawn, uh, kind of deranged. And so she's good with this kind of stuff. Yep. You, it's harmful to you. You carry it with you. You don't sleep well. What, you're you want right. to watch Blind Man? I didn't sleep Manor? last night. Yeah, you're not going to sleep well the rest of the week. You're going to think, I bet you, the ghost of my roommate is going to come and kill me. Yep, whenever I hear something, I'm like, oh, my God. There's something evil lurking outside my door. Wow. It's really damaging. This is like, who gave this guy a job? Wow. <laughs> you really going after Ryan Murphy? What about the act? What about the uh, oh, writers? The acting is uh, fantastic. The no. writers, though, aren't they to blame, too? Yes. Because, because this is just his concept. His, exactly. They're the ones coming up with the twisted ideas. I mean, it's yeah. just terrible. Like, the worst things that your mind can conjure up, he puts on the screen. And uh, my question, I guess, is... What's up with that? We need to start watching this. <laughs> Here goes Dre. done. My question is, why? Why? When you can create so many other things in the world, it's almost like circus freak stuff. Uh-huh. Okay. Why am I watching it? <laughs> Dawn's yeah. like, tell me about the bad part. When does it get weird for you? Circus freak, I like it. <laughs> People There's... like to watch horror because it releases stress. Yeah. It's what? because it's a surge of emotion and then... Then there's oh, a come down there, after. There's a come down. It's almost like riding a roller coaster. It's just, you know, it's like a stress reliever. I think you should just get a Peloton, though, Donna. I don't think... Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> a little more expensive, but I it, think healthier for you. It actually that. feels like it causes deep, deep stress. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. see, Donna, you need to do what I do. The... I, I I walked away from it. Now now, this would be like just realizing, okay, um, horror movies are a bad thing for me. I the the closest I've done is watched. Oh gosh, us? No, yeah, what was it called? Us. No 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 no. The no. one before it. The one before. Get it. out. Get out. 
that was the scariest movie that I've seen in the last what? 10 years. That wasn't even scary. There were a couple creepy scenes, Donna, where like he looked out the window and oh, there yeah. was just a guy just standing out there. On the driveway. Yep, yeah, you're right. No, that uh, the driveway is us. Oh, you're right. Get out was a little different, but <laughs> that was as close as I got. But that read that that lent lent itself more to suspense with creepy moments. But I just walked away, and I feel like I'm adult enough to say it. I just I just can't do it. <laughs> I just get I too have scared. FOMO, you know. Oh, you and, need to get over that. I know, and then I'm like, oh, but I'm really interested in seeing these performances, like Sharon Stone, fabulous. She's so great. Cynthia Nixon, fabulous. Sarah Paulson, always great. I just, I don't understand this, this yeah. gore and like something ain't right. Like yeah. this is like the stuff that you would study after you find out who the serial killer is. Okay. You know what I mean? You'd, you'd just be like, what is wrong with this guy? Let's get inside his head. Like no one had any idea. Right, that, that he was making lamps out like, of your skin. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, the, this, this is the kind of movie that he put out. This is the kind of show that he put out. You're plotting this goes back to a Ryan Murphy uh, trial someday. Totally. By the way, love is American crime story. Good stuff. Okay. Good stuff. Um, anyway, I'm done with Ratchet. Okay, let me jump in here. Okay. Just because I, I, I found it, and I found a very like non-controversial point of this, okay? So this is just in the world of who would I cast instead of Alec Baldwin? to portray President Trump during their cold opens. The guy's name, ah, oh, geez, J.R. Calvin, Balvin, Calvin, I don't know. <laughs> but listen to how good this is. And if you could see his face, what he does with his mouth is so good. It's just perfect. Here he is just talking a little bit about, um, like, fixing things. Stand by. So when we do it, we're going to do it toughly. We're going <laughs> to do it with great compassion, great strength. Tremendous strength and also toughness. <laughs> Doesn't that sound <laughs> it exactly really like him? Yeah, it's it really sounds good. exactly like him. And really this guy good. just does his own little viral video. So that's my problem with Baldwin. Alec Baldwin is I've seen this guy Balvin or Calvin, whatever his right. name is. Right, I've seen and him too. And he's so stinking good. He's really it. good. But Alec Baldwin's probably under contract. We gotta go.